0: back for another episode not in fact we back for another season of ready set go my brother from another mother is in the building
1: rod green rodney green
0: what's (laughs) up baby man
1: right here man just trying trying to get into this week you know it's monday
0: i feel you are we doing a little different everyone you know who's at home right now watching us uh we appreciate you shout out to everyone uh we've seen us a little different right now we are uh we have gone from being in person, you know what I'm saying. To uh, I don't got to see that ugly mug anymore. Y'all see him? Look at this man over look at here, that dog. Man, talking about
1: ugly <laughs> man. Ain't nothing ugly about my mug, man. I might look like a little silverback, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's good seeing you, dog. Good seeing man, you, man. Good How you feeling, you too, man? Feeling good, man. Feeling good, man. I mean, we got some some topics to go on here, man. Let me tell you why I'm feeling a little good, man. Um, feel good and bad at the same time, man. I. I almost be, beat the guy to beat this year in the indoor race, even though it's a little slow rolling fan. But we, me and my um, the athlete that belongs to me, Eric Harrison Jr., we almost beat Noah Lyles this weekend. Man. We can start off with that.
0: I, I saw the video, man. Eric yeah, got man. out on him. He was running, he got was, excited, man, in the race for about thirty-five meters, and then kind of he he just he just didn't accelerate after that, man. You know what I mean? Man, what, it- what's what's going on with that? What happened? It, it Man, sounds my, very bittersweet.
1: It, it is. It is. It's one of those un. un it's an uncoach It's a coachable moment, but it was uncoachable at that time because you can't simulate that at practice. You know what I mean? Um. Even though I spoke to him about it, I let him know, "Hey, Noah's top end is really superior." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What you want to do is you want to get away, control, and you want to make sure you run up through the line. Um. He said he could. He could taste victory five meters out. But all Noah Laz <laughs> need is five meters. He he probably only need three. You know? hey, I, hey, he just need a couple of steps, boy. Whatever that he is. Need. Meters, he only need. yards,
0: feet, the, whatever. He just need a couple that, of steps, that, though, for real. That's
1: all he need. That's all he need. But it was a PB for Eric. You know what I mean? Um a PB with flaws. So i, I I'd like to take those. Um y'all listening who didn't know, I am a coach also. Uh I coach a few uh, professional athletes, Eric. Eric Ashton Jr. being one of them. You know what I mean? And
0: um, Well, I mean, tell the audience, uh, man. Tell the to... tell the family where they can who where they can find you. If they want to look you up, what is it?
1: Uh, they royalty? want to look me up. as Prime Royalty Sports. Uh if you if you go there, my my page looks a little un un unbothered because I do it myself. So I'm a little old school. Um, so I, I am hiring somebody who wants to handle that for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so y'all heard that man, the resume. Put your resumes in, man. Help yeah, this man. man. out,
1: okay. Come on, help me he's out. He's more real
0: time, y'all. He ain't about that I nature am. kind of shit, man. He's about nah, that real time.
1: I'm, I'm not. I'm a I'm an Instagram watcher. I don't know how to do nothing <laughs> on there, but I watch.
0: <laughs> you ain't about the posting, huh? You about the watch. Nah, it. I ain't
1: I ain't about to post it, man. But yeah. But yeah, man, just just this, this, that's that was good for Eric. I think that yeah. was his um, his first time he um, raced Noah as a pro. Um, it won't be his last. I think it's a great growing moment for us, um, being a small group. So you know, shout and out. And you
0: got to, to express to him in a situation like that. Him being new on the scene, either you to to make a um, to make waves in track and field. Either you got to come out running fast and dropping times, right? Or either you got to beat the man. You got to beat the big one of the big dogs, and have people scratching their head and be like, "Yo, who's this? You know who's this dude? You know what I mean?" So next time he has to seize that moment, Doug. He has to make sure he gets out in front. He, you know how it is, bro. Get out, stay out. When you get out, you gotta stay out.
1: I call it. I call it. This is what I tell him. I said, "Man, if you get out, put that boy in your back pocket and keep him there."
0: (laughs) So, uh, so, so in in reality, now we wish that we left Noah with an L, right? Yes. He would have went yes. home. He would have second-guessed second if he was ready for a new balance to face Fred Curley. That's coming up in what? This week, right?
1: Yeah, coming this up this weekend uh, in Boston, the 4th. Yeah, this
0: weekend, the 4th. February 4th, Boston. It'll be a head-to-head between two guys who are not really known for their 60-meter, you know what I'm saying, paralysis. You know, um, these guys are more top end speed kind of guys, but you have the um the newest world champion, you have the the former world champion. Well, he's still a world champion, how I feel. So you, know, you have two world champions who are gonna be head to head and probably and probably their most weakest event. I think it still be exciting to watch because I wanna see what they got going, bro. Like how what you feel about it? Hey, I feel I feel I feel like they
1: got like a little undertone rivalry. You know what I mean? Be seeing it. Man, Noah undertone. was saying it. Well, it might be, yeah, out there now. It ain't undertone anymore. And like you see, when Noah was saying he gonna run nine six, and Fred was like, "Well, then, I mean, I gotta run faster." So now this is this is a, a reemergence of that coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like this
1: though.
0: <laughs> Go ahead so In fact, I'm going to be ready for the press conference cuz you know they about to pipe it up for the press conference, bro.
1: Oh, you know it. You know it. You know it and Fred ain't one to back down talk. So, I mean, if we if we got a, we haven't seen Fred run a 60 uh before as a pro. So, it's going to be exciting, but we know Fred trains out there at USC. Mm-hmm. What I think what I think interesting about that is the young man from USC, uh, I think his name is uh, Justin Braun? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's his name. Yeah, he has the world lead. So we probably already have a a preview of what Fred may do, um, based on that the young man. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: I mean, word be, on the street is I, I be hearing people. You know what I'm saying? Talk to Fred, and after Justin Brown dropped that 6:55, he was like. If young dude I train with dropping 655, I know I'm ready. That's what he said. So, you know what I mean. I'm just paraphrasing, but his confidence that as is at a high, right? And then after this race that Noah just had, I think his confidence for Fred is going to be even higher because now he knows what he's up against. You know what I mean? He knows what he he knows he got to run fast in his 663. I think he's in probably in good 650 shape right now, 650 mid to high.
1: Well, if that's the case, we know we know no motor down, right? So he he got the he has the dust off off of the off of the training wheels right now. You know he needs that first one. He didn't want to go into the uh, Boston butt naked. He needed one under his belt. He got him one. And if if he ran six sixty three there, he probably will end up running six five at Boston. Boston services is a little faster than that Gainesville track. That's where they ran at. So he, he probably will run about six fifty-five. He is You can't, you can't, oh, you can't oh, take definitely. away the
0: fact that he's gonna rise to the occasion. That's how Noah is. He's gonna he's gonna rise to whatever if he can, if he has if you're in striking distance, it don't matter if you run in 663 or if you run in 655, he coming for you if he's in striking distance.
1: Look, I was at Boston last year. You're hundred percent correct. He feeds on the energy of the crowd. And it was a packed stadium, bro. It was a packed stadium, beautiful, nice stadium at New Balance in Boston. And like as they mentioned his name, you know, he does the whole little Super Saiyan thing, you know. Yeah, Yeah, he does that. He does that. You know what I mean? And and he actually feeds off of that. Uh, So if you if you feed into that and watch that whole situation, you will get pulled into it and get beat. I mean, we seen. Other athletes get sucked into it and and it might not be their best race, but he kind of like, if he gets your attention to to look at him and everything else and not focus on what you're doing, he's beat you before you even started. And oh, yeah. I think that's his plan.
0: That's the byproduct of a showman. He's a showman. You know what I mean? I yeah. dealt with that with Usain. Watching Usain walk into a stadium and command the attention of the crowd already at 6'5", five, Right. But then when he get out there, he don't got to say a word because the announcer's already speaking for him. And then you all just suddenly you see that. Ah, the crowd going crazy after he hits his pose right to the world. So it's like it's either you are a dog who's going to stay, you know, what I'm saying in your mind frame. You're going to stay within what your race strategy is. You're going to go out there and compete with all that noise happening or you're, you're going to succumb to it and you're going to have the best season in the house which is you're going to be sitting right next to that dude and when the gun goes off, you're just watching this dude run. You know what I mean? So people in this situation, when you're dealing with Noah, Noah is always going to show up. When those lights are on, he's going to show his best. He's going to show his ass and he's going to show y'all what he's made of. Y'all got to combat that. Y'all got to be ready, boy, because the boy coming.
1: Yeah, he, he, he is coming. He did speak about he will be competing for Indoor Worlds this year, um, so he will be at USA's. He's probably going to run maybe about three meets and then go to go to USA's and try to get top two to go and get that gold medal also. Um, I don't see him trying to go for anything else. Speaking of lights, what you think about his
0: commercial? <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, it's... I'm not a fan. I'm not saying the idea. The idea is awesome, right? I could see that, you know, you're done in gold. You got the cape and everything. It just seemed like the acting and the other actors in there were just, it was cheesy for me. You know what I'm saying? That part was cheesy for me, right? Um, I felt like Noah played his part, but I felt like in editing, if they showed him the final cut, I'd have been like this. Nah. We, nah, (laughs) y'all can't play that. time. (laughs) We gotta shoot this scene and this scene over. Who's that girl talking for me? Nah, get her out of here. She gotta go.
1: <laughs> oh man, not you coming after the work? Yeah, I. You know what? I, at this moment, we may think it's cheesy because we come from that world. I mean, but I would like to think what the outside world really thought about it if they thought it was cheesy. You know, because might a little kid might see it and be like, you know, they they want a cape and a robe. And, uh, and Listen, and, I thought that was cool
0: I thought that part was cool Like the whole cape covering everybody who's running And he out in front, everybody getting dragged up on his cape And they falling and tripping and everything I'm cool with that part, you know what I'm saying? That had, that had me a little snickering a little bit Like I was cool But everything else like came with it I felt like, especially if it was an NBC commercial It needed to be, have a little more like I feel like a little more could have went into the budget That's what it looked like to me A little more could have went into the budget on that
1: Man, you know, track and field got the smallest budget, man. They probably was like, hey, uh, we got a million, but we're going to spend about 30000 on this car.
0: <laughs> yeah, they spent 20000 on that whole gold suit and the cape.
1: <laughs> I, well, I guess it got us talking about it. So any publicity is good publicity for our sport, man. Shouts out to Noah.
0: Facts, fact, shout out to Noah, <laughs> man. I hope you uh, was able to keep all that, that gold ensemble that they gave you, boy. You out there looking like Xerxes from uh, three, 300.
1: You yeah, he, he look like, uh, uh, what a dude named from uh, I Am The Master. <laughs> Leroy. Show <bro>. Nuff? <laughs> <laughs> I Am The Master. Next time I see Noah, I'm going to be like, what's Show up, Show Nuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that's, boy, that's, that's a throwback, man. This
0: generation do... don't even know that. Dog. Nobody, yeah, This generation don't, know don't about even about know that.
1: that. They don't know about that. They're going to have to go Google it, man. Go Google uh, what that movie's called? I
0: had a, uh, uh, no, was, uh, Enter the Bruce, dragon. Uh, Bruce Lee boy, last dragon, last, last dragon. <laughs> I am the last dragon. Dun, dun. You ever that boy? I remember that. Dude. If they did that with I Noah, that, that would been uh, that would have been a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, they should have did that. They should have they did that. the, they did the a master? Proof of that. <laughs> Who's the master? Show enough. <laughs> Just change that. It would, that no, good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they should have did that. If they steal that, they are gonna owe us twenty percent. Though, So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make Facts. sure we get that. Y'all hear that, right? And that, do that. If they we steal need that. that we need that. We need that percentage. Shoot, man. Next on next on the list, man. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some of these college kids running super fast, man. In this year, man. You know, they they not playing. Like we talking about some of the world's best, but like. I remember the college kids used to be like a a a, a tenth or a half a tenth behind, but some of these college kids are setting the world leads, and then some
0: of the pros have to come and take it back in the same week i'm I'm not worried about i'm not i i think the progression is because of everything we're witnessing um uh different surfaces new spikes um the training regimen has been hybrid to where it's a collegiate training regimen mixed with a professional, tra- uh, professional training regimen. So now you have more athletes who are running fast, right? But the proof for me is always in the pudding when these athletes turn pro and then they have their first year, first two years as professionals, and they don't run the times they did when they was in college, right? I've seen it. I was one of those college athletes who would always set the world lead, especially indoors, running 200s or running 60s and the crowd go crazy. Ah, he has a new world, Lee. He's the fastest in the world right now. But it really, it really happens when you step outside. What you running when you get outside or when you get to like big boy nationals or the Olympic trials, like that's when we'll see what you made of. You know what I mean? You got to run against those people who are, who are training and peaking for that moment. You've been peaking for at least two, almost a half a month to two months, where you had to go do regionals and then you had to go to nationals. And then now you got to go to, you know, pro-nationals or the Olympic trials. And that's when they those athletes are taxed and they're like more tired. And you're not seeing them perform like they did two months prior or even indoors. So for me, I'm still just chilling because I'm not worried. I think these, I mean, these kids are running fast. Not taking that away from it at all. I mean, you got these. You got these collegiate girls out here in the 200, they running 22.58 indoors, bro. You know what I'm saying? 22.70 <laughs> indoors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got these kids running. You got the Texas Tech boys sweeping the 60 meters and they running 650s, 652s, 655s, like with ease. But are you going to hold up and do it outdoors? That's the question now.
1: Sure. I think, I think um, two, two things. One, I think the development of an athlete is probably underestimated after they leave college, after they get the deals, and we've seen a few athletes, whether it be through a learning curve of not having the right fit of group of people helping them foster their pro career, or you have injuries or what caused the injuries? I think um objective of some of these kids, they don't understand that these shoe companies are paying them to try to be number one. You have more of these athletes, you know, after they get what they need, more uh, what we call, what we used to call back in the day, stunting. They're stunting with the the cars and the clothes, you know what I mean? Showing that off, but they forgetting to keep the main thing, the main thing. What got you those things was running fast. Um, I think most, and that's why you have the development of some of them, maybe take Three years, you may have a big name come out and you don't hear about them again until three years. Another thing is they don't realize how much the college handles for them until they get out what is their responsibility. So now your meals are your responsibility. Your supplementation is your responsibility. Your chiropractor is your responsibility. Massage therapist, your living expenses is your uh, your responsibility. So now you have this money and you have to budget. If you're if you're a little peanut coming from the hood who got three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand per year, if you're not budgeting this to foster your career, you spending them on Porsches and cars and clothes and things which your mama could do, that first year for you, you may go from running nine, eight to ten, two. And people don't understand why it's not because you lost talent, because you possibly lost focus or you probably didn't have the organization skills to organize all of this yourself,
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, as a collegiate athlete, and I don't want the audience to know who don't really understand the the nuts and bolts of track and field, right from a collegiate level to a professional level. um when you watch uh other sports like basketball and football, like there's levels to it, like you're always gonna have a team trainer, a team doctor, uh, a coach that's 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 working for. Not only your success, but the greater good of the team. When you're dealing with an individual sport like track and field, what happens is when you're in college, you're a part of a team, but you still have a team doctor. You still have a team trainer. Your coach is thinking, okay, how can we be successful? So we're trying, to get the, we're trying to maximize the best talent from you to make you run the fastest you can run. But when you turn pro, it's the opposite. Like you flip it. So now you have to go and find a coach. You got to pay that coach. Now you got to go find a therapist. You got to pay that therapist. Now you go go find, um, uh, like you said, living expenses, food. You can't go eat in the cafeteria anymore. You got to get your own gas. And if you ain't a hierarchy kind of athlete who has that those carve outs in their contract, then guess what? You might be paying for your entry fee into meets. You might be paying for your plane ticket to meets. Um, all these things. Now track and field is a sacrifice. So whatever you you know you put into working out. You gotta put it on the track when the lights come on. Because if you don't, then all the things that you invested into yourself, it's gonna go down the drain. And then now you, you're gonna start losing money. And then you're gonna start stressing. That's what really 100%. track and field is about.
1: 100%. I, I create a whole little chart for my athletes who's coming in to try to give them the realization of what it would cost. And on the low end, you're gonna spend about $22,000 for that year. And if you don't have a contract to spend $22,000, even if you have a contract to spend twenty two thousand is a lot of money, and that's that's like almost everything: living expenses, paying your coach, paying if you have a nutritionist. Some athletes have have a different strength trainer than they have a coach, so that coach don't even handle everything, but that coach is still paid x amount of dollars. So now you splitting two two deals where you're paying the strength guy and you're paying your coach a, 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 a different price points. You know what I mean? So, and everybody know, like, in track, well, not everybody, every track athlete know that around this time, when things start to speed up, you need that weekly or bi-weekly maintenance on the body. Or you may tweak some. So, Mm -hmm. all of that is very stressful if you cannot afford it. So, you may have some athletes who may have the talent to be within the top 5% of the sport, but just, they can't cover that cost and they can't make it to that to that, to that certain level. Now, what I can say about some of these super camps, they have that already
0: ingratiated
1: In-house. in their camp. They have a a massage therapist. Some, some now uh, are even having mental health therapists in their camps. You know what I mean? They already have all that set up um, to where they can handle the athlete. And I think that's a good thing because the athlete is the number one thing.
0: That's true. I think that young athletes... And I'm glad that these things are being implemented into these different training camps because young athletes are reactive. They're not proactive. No. Right. They wait until they get hurt down. They want to go get a therapist. You know what I'm saying? They wait until they lose or have a losing season. And now, you know what I'm saying? Like they swimming mentally and emotionally and now they want to go speak to a sports psychologist. Right. Or now they want to train harder because they see their ass getting kicked. You know what I mean? like there is too many young athletes who are reactive instead of being proactive. You know what it got you there. You know what I mean? Even though you didn't pay for your team doctor or your team therapist or your coach that's at, you know, at your college, those were the vital tools that was necessary for you to be successful. So once you cross that threshold and you become a professional athlete, you need to invest that's the first thing you do is invest into yourself. You invest into your health. You invest into your workouts. You invest into your training. You invest into all these things that that made you good before. You got to do the same thing. It's just now you got to roll your sleeves up and you got to be adult and start doing adult things. And you got to acquire all these things. They don't realize that until they're at least a year or two years in, and they're like, "Man, okay, I got to get serious now." You know. So, but that's them for them. What What you think right now about? It seems like every Olympic year, everyone's running fast, and we've seen uh, it, bro. Everyone comes uh, out the everyone comes out the woodworks, dog. Everyone's 100. running fast. You got people who are retired who come back into the sport and they're out there running. Not me. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, listen, we gonna talk about that later. You running? You just ain't for the Olympics, but we gonna talk about that later. I def- I definitely think that uh that it's a thing. I think mentally. Coaches and athletes tap into another zone when it's Olympic year. Um, obviously, some of us tap in no matter what, like uh, Bobby's Cursey athlete, uh, the 400-meter world record holder. Uh, what's her name?
0: Who's that? It, oh, talking about uh, uh, Sydney. Sydney.
1: Sydney, Sydney yeah. tap in every year. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever her <laughs> mental process is, I would love to ask her any type of questions about her mental process. uh and she's getting ready for the season because she 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 just comes out like like it's Olympic year every year. But definitely, I think coaches' mind are, are vamped up along with the athletes. And if the athletes' mind ain't vamped up, coaches are are on pins and needles about training super hard, trying to stay healthy all the way till the try. So I definitely think it's a it's the mental aspect of the year. You understand it's the biggest year, and in, and in, in track and field. I think what they said. Outside of the World Cup, like the Olympics is the num track and field is the number one watched thing at the Olympics. I
0: think so, yeah. Between track and field swimming, yeah. Track and field and swimming are the number one watched. Yeah.
1: Yeah, outside um, of the Super Bowl and the World Cup, like those are the biggest events. So that would, for the sprints, um, and obviously a few, uh, uh, a lot of the other events, but I know that though that that, event is highly watched. So a lot of the sprint coaches are on pins and needles, man.
0: It's true. That's true. Would, how would you feel? Would you be nervous?
1: Yeah, I, I mean we was nervous. Shoot. I ain't never made the Olympics and I was nervous. But you have.
0: <laughs> so so let's set up the scenario. Boom. Eric has a good season. You know, he makes the Olympic team. He will. And you're going the to the team. Olympics. Right? Yeah. How you feeling about that? Like you feeling nervous? Like I'm
1: not nervous. So like if he would have if he would have beat Noah this weekend, I wouldn't have been surprised because it would have been something that 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 we prepared for. You know what I mean? Um, not saying that Noah wasn't prepared. I'm just saying I I am good at keeping the main thing the main thing the main thing is is the base models and what we're trained to do. So when they run like a PB, I'm not surprised. Uh, I'm I'm not surprised at all. They look at me like oh yeah, and I are like oh, yeah, that's what we trained to do. Yeah. So yeah. uh I, I think I might uh stole a little bit of that from my old coach. So <laughs> that's how he was. <laughs>
0: that's how he was. Oh, he was nervous as a mud, boy. He was so nervous. <laughs> I remember we went to uh what Olympics was that? What Olympics was that? Was that 12 Olympics 12 or Rio? No, it was 12. Watching him right before Kelly uh Kelly Wells was went out. For the final. Shout out to Kelly Wells. Kelly Wells. Shout out to Kelly Wells. Um, boy, you would thought he was in the waiting room waiting for <laughs> his baby to be delivered, dog. He was pacing back and forth, sweating. Like it, I, I I believe it's nerve-wracking because then you realize that coaches are so vested into the athlete because 100%. you're with them every day, bro. Just as much as you're with your family, you're with your athletes every day. Rain. Uh, uh, sunshine, snow, sleep, whatever, like you're out there with them training. You, even when you're tired and get no sleep, you come out to the track. You got to coach them through that process. Even when you don't feel like doing, you got to coach them through that process. When you got to go over and get back in your car, drive all the way to the gym, get them ready in the gym. You got to get them, even when they have attitude or you know they acting, acting weird or odd that day, you got to keep that same face on. Like athletes, and coaches, are they have such a unique bond. And a lot of people are asking me, like, hey, you going you gonna to turn into a coach right when you retire? And I was like, bro, I just did this for almost 20 years of my life on a professional level. Like, <laughs> And I watch every coach I've been with dedicate themselves day in, day out to their athletes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when, when an athlete gets up and walks out on a coach and just leaves because of some petty stuff, that really hurts that that really hurts the coach, not just their pocket, it just hurts them period, because you know how much you dedicated to you want that athlete to be the best they can be. you know what I mean?
1: hundred percent. I think sometimes though you have you have certain certain things that may make an athlete e- exit. Sometimes it's the athlete, man. you have some talented athletes who just won't stop the monkeying around, and they could they could they could dismantle your camp, so rather than have that athlete. You're like, man, let them go. Or on the, uh, on the other hand, a lot of coaches can't deal with if they help the athlete through the grinding process. And when it's time to get paid, they, the, the athlete acting like, oh, I did this on my own. You be like, bro, the, the contract I helped you get, you, you gonna just, nah, man, you asking for too much. You forgot the days I was driving you to practice? Well, I was doing this and they act all seditious and they up and leave. <laughs> so exactly. that I think it's those type of processes where the coach is invested because that athlete is an investment. You see the talent, you see what the athlete can be, and the athlete doesn't see it. But by the time they start being great, they they more so like, oh, yeah, I don't really need you no more. I'm going to go ahead and get these other folk over here
0: and we're going to be all right. <laughs> Back start. I, I think oh. I think as professional coaches, y'all need some uh, some real contracts in place. Cause day day gone tomorrow, dog. It'd be like that, man. You can have you get you can have seven athletes, and then two of them uh, conspiring together, and be like, man, we about to get up out of here, man. It ain't working for me. Another one's like, yeah, <laughs> just following, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh I'm they, upset they too, listen. and then now. Now you losing money out your pocket and your livelihood because of some pettiness, dog. That's crazy to
1: me. Nah, I've talked to some coaches and they got some clauses and pace, but these people couldn't leave if they wanted to. <laughs> Lock up, won't let me. Die. <laughs> they are they in there like Martin Lawrence and 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 Eddie Murphy. Life life. <laughs> they with that coach for life. Man, that's it. Cool when, when they got life contracts out there, boy, for coaches. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's live. But yeah. But you know indoor worlds coming up, even though we talked about the Olympics. The first the first big world event that's gonna go on, man, is 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 indoor worlds. For the 60 meters, since we sprinters, right? Or we former sprinters. Who's on the watch list for the females? We talked a lot about the males. Who's on that watch list for the females or who's running indoor?
0: I mean, you definitely gotta put Aaliyah Hobbs at the top of the list, almost definitely. Like, that's that's her. That's her. That's her thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like if she if she was to be a cook and a chef, the 60 meters would be her her gourmet dish. You know what I mean? Like that's where she shines at the most. She's so consistent. She runs fast. She dominates. You can see the confidence in her, bro. Like she does a great job of executing 60 meters. It's just watching her translate it into the hundred. You know, she's had her bumps here and there, but. She's starting to find it, I think. You know what I mean. Being more consistent, running sub elevens, 10-8s, things like that. But um, top of the list for me is going to be Aaliyah, and I I, I think I want to see her watch her win a world title because she deserves it. The last couple of years, man, she put in that work for them sixty meters, man. She made she made she made the sixty meters on the female side exciting to watch, to see exactly how fast she could run. Who you th- who you got?
1: Man, I got. Iwa Swoboda, I think that's who you say her name, the the girl from Poland. Uh, she ran ten nine oh, last year. Yeah. It was her first yeah. time making a world final for her country, not just her, for Poland. And yep. man, she just dropped seven zero four this weekend. So, and she is a everybody used to call her indoor runner. She ran ten nine last year. I think with the newfound confidence, man, she trying to take something back to the house. You know what I mean? Nice. I, I I think. I mean to come out the gate with 704, that that is amazing. So my eyes are definitely on her. Um, but I see a lot of the Jamaicans, man, they run they running outdoor in outdoor indoor races. So you got Cha Shasha uh, Lee Forbes,
0: <laughs> real talk, bro. She ran I seen 703. it. I've seen <laughs> it on video. They they literally <laughs> run like a 60 meters outdoors though.
1: Yeah, so but I think what they do is they run. And they catch the time, and then they come run an actual indoor event to to because they already ran it. I mean, the winds are very minimal. You have Shasha Lee Forbes at seven o three, and then you got Brianna Williams at seven eleven. Like, like, and we all know Brianna Williams has an amazing start. So I yeah. think we could keep our eyes on them. So they they would have to probably run one indoor meet to qualify, unless they just use. I think the qualifying time for them. It'd be like 11.07 to just go into worlds because they don't have a nationals to compete for. So it would be up to their federation to pick the top two
0: to go. You know I, I mean? haven't seen Briscoe around it. Has Briscoe opened up this year and she ran the 60 indoor? I mean, because she's a formidable opponent too, and especially against Aliyah. Oh, she
1: I think she did. I think she ran uh I think she made a run. Makaya Briscoe? She ran seven twenty-four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay. she ran okay. she she ran this year. Um, so okay. she ran seven twenty four. She's it takes her a while to vamp up. She doesn't vamp up as quick as as Aaliyah, and I know that they're training partners. But uh, Aaliyah always jumps out the gate. Now I ain't seeing nothing less than seven nineteen mm-hmm. on her first place. She be ready. <laughs> she, yeah, she run your OPB backwards, Facts. boy. She be ready.
0: <laughs> she, yeah, this is yeah, true, man. Facts. On In the, the men's team. side.
1: On the men's side, hey, a lot of people don't know you're a double gold and world champion.
0: <laughs> but Double but, gold. Hey, but here's the thing, though. You got to give them the space between those double goals. It wasn't like a year-to-year oh, yeah, year oh, thing yeah, yeah, where it was yeah, like yeah. one year I did it and I backdoored it again and did it the next year. Yeah, We talking it about 2003 and then 2012.
1: 2012. <laughs> almost almost 10 years. It's nine years.
0: Almost, bro, for die sure. Obos. Years, die and die. I won, and, funny. and I won with the exact same time from 2003 to 2012. Same you, time you got know, me to gold again.
1: You know what's funny? With the same exact story from the 2004 Olympics, you didn't win, and I only noticed because I was your training partner at the time. You didn't win any indoor race that year except that one. None. Yeah, you lost. Yeah. You lost every indoor race. You were in the middle rows and lost. You win the USA is a loss. Yeah, <laughs> You lost every race except that
0: one. Yeah, it, it was the same thing in 2003. <laughs> it was the same thing, bro. Because Terrence Chamele was running the 60 then. And Ter- Terrence Chamel was out for blood, dog. He was running 6'4 like it was going out of style, dog. And he had a vendetta against Maurice Green. Because Maurice Green was running indoor. So he was like, hey, man, wherever he going, I'm going. I'm about to put these feet to him, dog. So... <laughs> So he was he was killing Maurice anywhere he went. Uh, Terrence Chamel injured his hamstring. He won the um, he run he won Melrose and then he went on to win Boston, which was nationals at that time. And then he got injured. You know what I mean. And then that's when I stepped in and I won the sixty World Indoor t- title. It, so basically, it was the same thing in twenty twelve. Trail Kimmins beat me at nationals, but I came back and I won. Uh, I won the indoor nationals. I got the gold.
1: that's 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 super crazy. That's super crazy, man. I I think that's that's definitely a story we have to tell front to back on when we see each other in person, man. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's 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 amazing. Who's on your men's list?
0: Other than I mean, other than Fred Curly, and Noah, right now, who's who's running? I mean, other man, than Eric you, as well. I mean, who's who's running? You know what I'm saying,
1: man. You you, I think some dudes just dropped six four, bro. Uh, let, me, let me, yeah, it's some six four. It's two six fours out there. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you the names right now, man. Uh, you got, shoot, you got a Cuban, a Cuban, Cuban, yeah, dude from Cuba, man. Uh, give me a second. You're you
0: gotta watch doctor, out for them Cubans, boy. They when they come into an event and they and they actually start doing good, boy. <laughs> this is hell, I've been boy. The, I've been
1: there. <laughs> I've been to Cuba, man. Yeah, Jens Fernandez <laughs> ran 648. And then Akeem Blake, he ran 649, but he he did it outdoor, indoor.
0: <laughs> he did so the outdoor indoor King thing.
1: <clears throat> we got and, the new but, Cuban. Yeah, the new Cuban, he actually did it, did it though. Hold on, give me
0: a second. Oh you boy, you about to pull out the real, you about to pull out the real official stuff, huh?
1: <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I see that battery thing for my uh from my uh my laptop, I had to go plug
0: it back up right quick. <laughs> oh, little technical difficulties, huh? That thing Little, like, little, be little a technical you, difficulties,
1: yeah. I can't, I can't have it die in the middle of the cast, man. Boy, but yeah, man. Yeah, that, that, you that, gonna,
0: that, You was about to, you was about to log off without even logging off. but I've been like, hello, hello. <laughs> I guess that's the end of this episode.
1: <laughs> nah, but Blake, Blake gonna run. I think he' going, he' going to jump in an indoor meet here pretty soon. I don't know where. But I think uh, he might be running Melrose. Akeem Blake? You know, what Blake you talking yeah. about? Akeem Blake? Akeem Blake. Yeah, bro, he ran 649 okay. It's pl- with a plus 1.2 win. You know, you win. know
0: why I always wonder why Johan never ran indoors? Johan Blake. Shoot, none of the you
1: Jamaican know. none of the Jamaican men. I think Asafa was the only one who actually tested it out. You know what I mean? Uh, but mm, none Asafa should have the...
0: won that year too, boy. That boy was stepping that year, boy. He was like no, 641, I
1: can, I can't, dog. I, I can't even say that. Because the year that you won, what's the name was on fire, and I didn't know how he didn't make the final. Uh, uh, Lerone Ooh. Clark. I, you remember Lerone? He used to wear little gloves on his hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had the braid Shout I out to Lerone, Lerone man. He had, he had the he had the gloves with the with the finger with the fingers cut with out with the skulls on it. Yeah. Yeah yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah. I said yeah. He had those.
1: He had that, the that, driving
0: gloves. That's what you call yeah. them, the driving gloves. <laughs> He was out
1: there killing people like eating people for lunch that year, bro. He was dropping like 49, 47, 51. He was rolling that year and then he went to Indoor Worlds and I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know what happened. I mean, I ain't but... going to
0: speak I ain't going to speak on what happened. I don't know what happened, but you know that,
1: that <laughs> Hold on, that sound like you know what it, happened.
0: Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened, dog. I'm 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 listen, bro. I'm checking for him too. I'm like, "Hey, Laroi was running that year, dog. Like he was out there just he was out there killing people, dog, for real. You be like, hey he man, was. when he get in the race, boy, you had to be ready, boy.
1: Yeah, and he was only about like five five. Dude was like a legit yep. little dude. He was designed
0: <laughs> for the sixty <laughs> meter, dog. When God made him, God yeah. said, "You are a sixty meter runner." <laughs> That's what your life, your goal yeah, is. Man. Shout
1: out to LaRoe, man. He he was a good for guy, sure. man. I don't know where he at. I hope he coaches something, man. He was really knowledgeable. in sight, man. Shout out to him. So. But man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's gonna be a heavy feat for Noah. I don't. I know he's going for the gold. I'm not doubting Noah because you know he he, he made me apologize to him last year because I didn't have him at the cold medal. So I ain't gonna say he, he can't do it. But I'm just saying it's gonna be a a heavy feat because coming through 60 is a heavy Achilles heel for him. You know what I mean? He ex he accelerates through 60, so I, he usually gets people through 70 and 80. You know, some of the super elites he may get them at ninety-five. So I just think that's a, it's a tall order. I like him speaking into existence. That's really good. But I'm gonna try to um, I'm gonna, me and my athlete will try to stand in his way. But I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of coaches and their athletes will try to get in his way also. You know what I mean? Oh, he's claiming man, the goal man. before he even got
0: it. <laughs> Yo, better stop that, man! He gonna throw that. He gonna throw that three peat up on y'all again.
1: Hey, yeah, he he will. He will. He gonna keep. He gonna keep whooping people's minds until somebody stop him. So, uh, and I and I, and I definitely want to be one of those people that stop him in his coach. So, shout out to them. Shout out to them. And all in friendly competition. We talked about. We talked about. You know, you not running the Olympics this year, but you will be running somewhere this year. Where's that young man?
0: I'll be running on turf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll be running on you will be running on turf I'll be running on turf,
0: turf man how far what's the distance uh it, it's in yards, so it, it isn't in meters so it's a little it's a little shorter uh about forty yards or so, so you know I'm getting ready for this uh forty for forty. I know a lot of people have been seeing this buzz you know I've been putting out there and training you know what I'm saying mantras and things like that that I've been putting out there, and I really feel that we are approaching who's faster, football or track, different. We should approach it because I know that track and field athletes have superior, superior foot speed, and I think you agree with me, right?
1: Oh, definitely.
0: And yeah. under, they understand angles better, too, right? Um, so instead of saying, hey, man, yeah, we're going to do it with blocks or, hey, man, we're going to do it with, uh, on, on, on track, I want to bring that fight to them. So I want to do it on turf with football cleats. I want to I look like a real football player, but I want to be able to move like a track athlete. And I want to show the world that even though I'm 40-something, I still can run for two because mm-hmm. it's all about angles. It's all about power output. It's all about making sure that you know, you know what it takes to run fast. You know what I mean? It's science to it also. If you think about it, an elite track and field athlete, when they're in their best shape, to run 100 meters, they're coming through the 40, they're coming through the 40, theoretically, they're coming through the 40 yards. If you measure 40 yards on a the track, they're coming through 40 yards at like three nine, 100%. three eight. You know what I mean? So the foot speed, and the, the superior foot speed is there. So, a track athlete, if they're in their prime and they're priming, they're going to beat a football player hands down. And a four two is nothing to them.
1: Yeah, I think I think for our highly educated football players, they definitely going to use the whole over. Oh, they got blocks and it's on a harder surface. So it, it would, even with the conversion, it converts. If you put on cleats and put them on turf, that person that's running three eight will run four flat in a 40, which they feel like is almost impossible, but it's not for a track athlete. But I like the way you're doing it, man, because if you was to do it, when you were at your peak, they would be like, oh, you're Justin Gatlin, but you're you're over 40 years old. So, I like the whole concept. And shoot, I challenge any NFL player who feel like they're the fastest. Man, hey, put your money where your mouth is, man. Let's put some bets out there. You know, we could bet in Florida now. You see, they legalized betting.
0: Oh, they did? Man, I got,
1: man, yeah, man. I got 5K. I got 5K on Justin Gatlin, man. What they going do?
0: to do? 5K. 5K. I'm
1: about to double that for
0: you, I'm about to double that for you. But, real talk, what do you, what do you think? Because you're a straight shooter, Doug. What do you think I could run?
1: I actually think you could run 4-1. I've had a few, a few, a few, a few friends tell me, ah oh, Rod, you crazy. And the funny thing, they friends are yours too. <laughs> I ain't gonna put them out there on the show, but they, y'all know who y'all are. I, I think I think 419 is achievable.
0: Yeah. I think so. I four, think so.
1: four nine, nineteen is achievable. Um but like I said, man, I'm willing to put Bets out there, man. Who, who, who in the NFL put five k up to go in and and, and see if they could run a better forty or even race, my boy? Shoot, I'm I'm willing to see that. If you watch the show and you in the NFL, man, shout us out at us, Justin Gatlin.
0: <laughs> For show, sure. come to see put me. Put your money
1: where your where your mouth is, and if you want to put the money up, you'll put it towards your favorite charity, man. We. We go ahead and make a whole exhibition out of it.
0: I'm nice in these streets, boy. <laughs> they don't know yet. They don't know.
1: I, hey, but I was in college, man. I used to call, uh, I used to ask, uh, my wife now, who was my girlfriend, man, shout out to her. Uh, she would tell you, I raised people in the parking lot for money, man. I was the parking lot king.
0: Hey, well, well, hold on, hold on, man.
1: Yeah, bro. I'm trying to even players. picture
0: this scenario. Are you and her just sitting on the hood of your car? Trying to figure Listen. out how y'all going to get paid real quick. And you be like, hey, Listen. man, hey, Listen. hey, hey, you, you want to race? What's up? Is that, what's, it wasn't me. It going? The, the football players
1: would be like, who the fastest dude on the track team? And they'd come find me. And then uh, they'd come to my dorm room. And i always tell them, yo, uh, $50. 50 20 to $50. Because, you know, back when we was in college, Denny's was popping. Boy, you wanted to go to Denny's. Facts.
0: Denny, Denny's was upscale. <laughs> Denny's. I can see you now. Hey, baby, I'm about to get some money. I'm about to get us dinner right now. Hold on real quick. Yeah,
1: exactly. This is exactly how it went down. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I raced a few dudes, man, and took their money, man, in the parking lot.
0: Hey, so, have you seen, because I know you were an Instagram watcher,
1: right? Yeah, a watcher. I don't know how it really worked. Have so you I, seen... I might have liked a few pictures by mistake. <laughs> You know people can see that, though. We can see what you what you like. You that, that's why I put it out there. If I liked your picture and you seeing that and you don't know me, I did that by mistake. I didn't mean to do that. I don't even know how to do that.
0: You sure you just ain't like the picture, though, because you
1: like the no, picture? No, no, no. I don't, I don't like people pictures.
0: I don't do that. I don't do that. It's okay, man. I mean, that's why it has a heart right there is to like uh, it. I, that's why people I, put I pictures know. up.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. i just just very on that. You know what I mean? I, I don't I'm going to stop like gaslighting
0: my... you. I'm going to stop I gaslighting you. I don't, don't even
1: like my kids enough.
0: <laughs> oh, you a thug for real, dog. You supposed just to be liking thug. all your kids' pictures, man. Yeah, uh... dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they probably mad at you, man. My dad didn't even like my picture, man. I'm about to block him. You probably block. <laughs> you probably, you probably, Boy, you probably don't know.
1: You probably blocked. Hey, listen. They blocked me. I take the phones that I pay for. Everything in this
0: house belongs to me. Well, they know better. They know better. <laughs> they know better. <laughs> but I was gonna say, speaking of racing, especially foot racing, street racing like that, have you seen a page called uh Underground, Underground Racing, basically? Like it has these videos and these compilations of people really racing each other for like large amounts of money. Like I'm talking about like 6K, 5K, 10K. And I mean, they out there racing either on the streets, they're racing like in these like um, you know when you go to like a rodeo, they have like these the bullpens and everything like that. They they racing in them situations like they really out there foot racing. I mean these dudes, these dudes just regular dudes. True. They, What's not even, Instagram? They, not even, they not even like they not even they not even like professional athletes. These are regular dudes probably with regular jobs who are once like the best football player or the best track runner on their teams in college or high school. They still got a little foot speed, but they look like normal dudes, and then they line up. They out there racing for for some coin, though.
1: Hey, look, look, we need to find them guys. I don't know if you remember. That sound like, uh, that's going to be bad. I remember the dude who was doing this. He went to jail. You remember they had a YouTube channel called Bum Fight? <laughs> that's, that's exactly
0: the- what I was thinking about, That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's just, The dude who he would pay them bums, like, donuts and make them fight. And, like, the, the page went viral. He went to jail. I can't remember that guy's name, but... <laughs> That's what. That's the first thing
0: that came. To I feel like he went to jail because how you paying him in donuts, bro? Like you both pay him some money or something, dog. Like, bro, I think he have been like All right.
1: hundreds of thousands of dollars off of these bum fights, bro.
0: Off a of bum, hey. dog. <laughs> off of some Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme, dog.
1: But I ain't gonna lie, I watched a few of the videos and I was dying, bro. <laughs> I don't know how you came, but but I'm definitely shoot. I gotta find the Instagram page. You gotta find those guys, man, because. That, that's something I'd want to, want to see you. Some regular dudes in the office building. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, who the fastest in accounting? Yo, this, these <laughs> some reg, these some regular guys, bro. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, man. we should do that, man. Who's the fastest? Get some of these Underground, employees.
0: when you get on there, look for underground foot racing. Oh, yeah, I'm being there. so disrespectful. Yeah. I'm supposed to follow your back, dog. I, I just followed y'all. Shout out to Underground Foot Racing, dog. When I show you this picture, dog, it just be regular. Hey, first of all, I got, they got some volleyball chicks out here racing each other. They got some regular dudes. Yeah, we it's, gotta It's find actually them. entertaining. It's funny to watch we, too.
1: We got we gotta find them and we gotta show up at one of their things. It's called Underground Racing.
0: Underground Foot Racing. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. we gotta find. <laughs> oh, we gotta find these guys. Look, we got hey, they got the whole outfit on and everything.
0: <laughs> they got the girls out here racing too.
1: Put your screen down a little bit more.
0: Oh, on the beach. They racing, they racing anywhere and everywhere, dog. They getting it. And they racing oh, yeah, for money. Got, real money though, too. Bro, you got
1: that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Who who, who trying to put their money up? All this uh Tyree Kill and all these people talking about who put who putting real money up saying, okay, I'm gonna go race somebody for real from that world to go ahead and get paid. Listen, ain't, man, nobody, I don't know, ain't nobody
0: speaking up. I don't know who, who runs this page. I don't know who puts up the money or puts up that amount of money, but whoever y'all are, y'all need to put a resume together and submit <laughs> your resume to USA track and field. I'm telling you right now, I will back you. I will back you. We gotta make this happen. Dude, we need you some, do. we need some real excitement out there. And this right here is, is pure entertainment, dog. Here entertainment for me. I,
1: I'm telling you, walk up to I, we probably could do that, bro. Walk up to like uh an office building and be like, hey yo, we got 5000 dollars on the line trying to find out who the fastest in accountant the on their lunch break. You think them accountants ain't coming out for 5 k They coming out, them ladies coming out in their heels, they gonna be like, sure, I'll give me a nice pair of. Who running? You, you running or I'm running? Who's running? No, we we you, go into the we go into different buildings. Oh, you gonna make them run them against each other to make them run against
0: each other. Tell me that wouldn't be live because it's First regular all, people. You we need to start with uh the garbage man because you know they be on them trucks anyway, so they gonna park them trucks and foot race each other.
1: I feel like listen if somebody's still out there, we need our twenty percent. But I feel like that's what we should do. Bro. We should we, we we should definitely do that for sure. Yeah. For sure. yeah. All right, yeah, man, man. This
0: week coming up, man. We got a we got a live one, real Boston. professional track and field racing about to start indoor season. Um. Then you also got, it's going to backdoor within like a next week after that. It's going to be, I think it's going to be either what? Conference or Indoor Nationals, right? NCAAs? It'll be, it'll
1: be, it'll be, I think USAs is on the 17th. And I think Mm -hmm. Conference is that weekend because uh, Indoor Worlds and what's the name will probably be either going on a week apart from each other. Indoor Worlds and NCAA Nationals. So it'll be... This week will be Boston. Next week, they'll have more collegiate meets, and then it will be conference that weekend. And then after that, after that, we'll be waiting on indoor world. So we'll have a lot to talk about for indoor season. Indoor season is so short, but, you know, whoever holds that crown for the indoor girl, for the 60-meter women or men, it's short-lived because we celebrate that for like a week, and then it's on to the next.
0: <laughs> I, I am actually excited to see exactly what um the rest of this collegiate season, indoor season, going to look like too, cause like I said, USC out there, they they out there running, running, dog. Texas Tech yeah. running, running, especially on the guy side. So I'm trying to see what that work going to look like.
1: Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm looking forward to see. I haven't seen um, Shanti Jackson yet. I'm, I want to see. Haven't? She's you gonna haven't be. seen her run? She no, I mean she ran indoor already. Did she, she, she she have a race? She
0: ran a couple of races indoor. Yeah, yeah, okay. she ran a couple of races. She ran the yeah, I four. Um, she she just came out, she just came back from, um, from having COVID too. So, Uh, um, it's a little tougher, man. She's running times That's comparable to other females that are out there running right now. You know what I'm saying? So it isn't like she's standing alone, but I mean, that's what competition is all about. Right. So it's about rising to that occasion, but that female side is going to be, it's going to be, especially in a 200, man, that's going to be hot. And that 400, that's
1: going to be hot the 4 by 1 going to be smoking man but it's going to be a lot of colleges when they come out that that's going to have a hot 4 by 1 for those females man and you know flow doing this thing out there in Texas you know what i mean <laughs> you oh, yeah I mean? you got you got shoot you got our boy motoring down with the Ohio state you know they getting better man they 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 doing their thing you know Arkansas always got got a squad you know what i mean so
0: nice.
1: it, it, you can't forget about Florida Florida go always, they don't have to have a bunch of 100-meter runners, but their 4-by-1 is always always pretty much banging. So if I forgot your school name, man, I, I'm pretty sure it's more out there who I'm forgetting. But I mean, those are the ones who are- who are. Nah,
0: nah, nah, bro. Right. Don't be apologetic. If you got your school <laughs> name, that means y'all ain't on the radar. So y'all right. got to do what y'all got to do. Show us what y'all got, man. Rise to the occasion. Get the job done. Shake up the <laughs> world a little bit. We ready because you know what? Track and field season is upon us, it and is. we ready. And I'm so. excited,
1: man. I'm excited. I'm excited. It man. is, man. I feel a lot of great things going to happen this year. So, For yeah, sure, man. Until until our next time on here, shoot. We want you guys to stay tuned. To our ready set go. Make sure you you follow all the events that we talked about today. You know what I mean. Go ahead and show love. Uh, Indoor worlds, NCAA's. Boston will be on next week. Go ahead and watch it, man. Give it fuse, man. We are ambassadors of our sport and we love our people.
0: Exactly. Stay tuned. We're going to have more up to date for y'all and also other topics. So we'll be back at it again. Another episode in the books. Ready, set, go. We out. Ready, set, go. We out. <laughs>